Alright, well, we're going. I didn't mean instantly, but we're okay. <laughs> you said, let's start. Yeah, she's dropping a surprise. I haven't been in a recording in a long time, and she's, she's surprised me. Alright, welcome to the Ringo Zone. I'm Dylan. I'm Kayla. And I'm Gerber. And that's it. It's the three of us. Hey. Three banditos. Hello, welcome to the fucking Off Colors. I got it all out in, like, fucking how fast. Look at that, you guys. At, at like, the 26 what? second mark. That's, that's second, a new record, yeah. I think. Because you, you surprised me, so I was like, alright, I'm going to do the best intro I've ever done. I'm going to get it all done instantly, and no one can say we dicked around for five minutes before saying the name that was we're talking about. Mission fucking accomplished. Yeah. That is, now, now we can dick around for, like, five minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, not <laughs> we have to say can talk about this one right away. Okay. How are you guys doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, it's, it's I'm actually going to right away derail it. Fuck you, audience. How are you guys doing? Uh, I love you guys. You know okay. you love this. Well, I, I actually have big news, so I'm going to let Gerber go first and talk about his mediocre life so that mine oh. can, so that you don't Put have to follow spot. me, dude. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You, you, no. you, you shit all over me. But my news was actually that I just got two promotions at both my jobs. Oh, oh really? Word. So amazing, dude. I'm making a lot more money now, which is nice. Okay. Dude, that's fantastic. I, I'm, uh, I'm working on getting brought on full time. Nice. And also, I, I work on get a promotion, which is like all. Things are looking good for me in my life. Good, um, good, nice. good. Oh, yeah. um, well, gosh, you guys uh, kind of raised the bar on me. Yeah. I'm going to be totally straight. You set it up for like, I want to knock this shit out of the no, park. You I'm going to be straight. I wasn't expecting that from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you we were, we're all becoming mildly successful now. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, that's 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 great, but I just made myself look like a total ass. I love it. <laughs> Uh, well, my big news is that, uh, I'm, I'm fucking jumping state. Um, I'm moving to Washington at, uh, the end of the month. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going, like, a thousand miles north. So, um, your relationship with the sun is now, like, over, right? It's not so much over as it is, like... It's a long-distance relationship. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. imagine being in an environment where the sun is, like, suddenly a factor. Yeah, I I like like having hot, like weather personally. You know what I mean. I can't imagine living like in a place where it's just constantly hot or like constantly oh, cold. Oh, you mean where I live now? Yeah, you mean I, like, where I, I live can't now? imagine that at all. I, you, how are there not seasons? That's crazy. I have a great pun. Oh God, <laughs> do it. Give the me the closest it. thing I have to seasons are in my kitchen. I love. Uh, there you go. Oh, that's a, that's a good, like walk a walk a moment. Da 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 da. Yeah. Oh man, I missed you guys. It's been it's been yeah. a while. it's been a hot minute. You. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you want to get into it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Off so, so yeah. All right. So like Lars, the fact that he ends up on a, another planet, it like that's insane. And then the fact that like he doesn't even know the gravity of like the situation, it's like worse than like even yeah. That. Yeah. It's insane. But the fact that he then is just like, I never even tried making balaclava or baklava. <laughs> I don't want to say fucking shit. Bak- I think uh, it's baklava. Point is, Lars, uh, like the fact that he cares about that and like that moment is so real. I think, like, I feel like even in my most stressful moments, I like have a very like small twinge of like the stupidest shit. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people die. In the you're in a life-threatening like situation, you know and you're just mean? like, I never did mundane thing, and I'm about to yeah, fucking like, yeah. die. Like, they completely humanize him and make him a hero, and they completely redeem him one episode. Yeah, and then he fucking dies. But we'll get to that. Dude! Spoilers! Oh, shit! Oh, God! 
Uh, yeah, this episode totally didn't come out like months and months and months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we did the calculations. Uh, even though we, the Ringo Zone, have not released an episode in what, like, at least a month. I think we're, a month. we're we're still only ten episodes behind the release schedule. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. fuck uh, we're we're gonna catch up. Yeah, like it, it's, it's gonna it's gonna happen, and I don't think we have a plan for when that happens. Yeah, I try some bonus content or so. Yeah, and then well, we don't. I don't even want to talk about the whole subject. So, okay, I think one of the things for, like, Lars Redemption, first off the bat, mm-hmm. making Lars scared, but, like, willing to listen to Steven immediately is like, okay, finally, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> like, like, I, and this is something that I'm just now thinking about, but um, even though we've spent the last few Lars episodes kind of, like, digging deeper into Lars and yes. making him a likable layered character, maybe it is, like, more justifiable for Lars to suddenly act in this, like, drastically different manner in which we have never seen him act this like super cool heroic manner yes yeah Yeah. precisely because he is on an alien planet and has no idea what's going on yeah Um, because it's like if he was on earth there would be like risks involved if that makes sense Um, yeah i know yeah i know he has nothing left to lose at this point like he's gonna die basically so like yeah it's not quite that he has nothing left to lose it's more like what a perfect like petri dish like what a good clean slate yeah that yeah that's better i put it yeah Yeah. it's like it's like he's got none of the baggage of anything yeah you know what i mean like he's just he's just here in this insane alien environment take it as you leave it there's no like what are the cool kids gonna think about this later on there's no more context for him to have those like normal fears of i shouldn't do this it's just everything is so far gone from him like contextually he's just like fuck it i'm gonna hit this robot ham laser with a stick like he was kind of preemptively reborn before like he was actually literally reborn yeah Yeah, lars is always being like crippled by his frame of reference and that's like what's held him back from i think the majority of the audience liking him and i think like yeah taking that away is like what allowed this Mm -hmm. i just okay the fact that Lars dies, I think, is the other element. It's like one, you have to have like Lars be like vulnerable and then like a new environment where like, okay, mm-hmm. how is this gonna go? Two, you have to have Lars be like kinda nice at the beginning. Three, like then you have to have him be like heroic in the situation, like prove himself to be a motherfucker. But then I think <laughs> him dying is like Well, there are it, you know there are serious consequences to his actions. Yeah, it proves that he really was like he did something. It, it, you know what I mean? He yeah, wasn't just yeah, like yeah. I'm heroic, and then he like puts his fist in the air and is like, "Great!" Like, like yeah, you know movie, I mean? yeah, you know, yeah, like the death really like character know, development. Yay, pat yourself yeah. on the back, kind of thing. Like, no, he he died to become a better person. Yeah. He died for his own sins. He was like the nega Christ. I'd like to take two steps backward and. To talk about the off colors. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. There was no way that was God, good Christ, they're all so fucking adorable. I love them. Oh yeah, no. Oh my, every every one of them. I would say though that it's. I'm glad Kale agreed with me that um fluoride is terrifying. Yeah, yeah her just her fucking. It's like this the caterpillarness. The, of it. the very hungry Ooh. caterpiller. Yeah, deal. yeah. I loved that book as a little kid, but I don't really like real caterpillars. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. I want to say something about fluoride, and then I yeah. want to say something about rutile. Um, so, Dylan, I do agree with you that, like, fluoride kind of, like, unnerves me. I think that's yeah. a good word for yeah. it. And I think it's because, like, 
we've been introduced to the idea of fusions being like really like intimate trust-based relationships and that is a beautiful thing right yeah but dylan you're a body horror guy (laughs) the funny thing is yeah i'm like the body horror only body horror guy in the steven universe fandom (laughs) you were the og body horror man yeah would you classify fluorite as an object that can be defined She's as horrific. having something to do with body horror. She is horrific. You know, yes. honestly, a, a, a common theme, if you look through my body horror stuff, is that they have insectoid or their structure is not human. That's that's what's unsettling. She's not human. She's lost, like, the humanoid aspect. Yeah. Like, the thing about at least, like, the quote-unquote off-color brand of fusion, where it's not just, like, like yeah. you know, rubies fusing with rubies to make bigger rubies. Is, is meant to be like this beautiful relationship, but when you get to the point where the physical manifestation of this supposedly beautiful union is like horrific to look at. Yeah, okay, so, it, yeah, it's like yeah. Dis, it's like dissonant. There's it just like it's like a wrong note. I think they struck with fluorite's design. You know, my other my other question is like, uh, what is her name? Alexandrite is a fusion of four, but she yeah. still has like a, a very humanoid figure, even though yeah, she's very has... NG. Yeah, yeah, and like she's creeping toward not humanoid because she has like the jaw mouth, but yeah. she still has like a torso with limbs. Yeah, and, and also the mouth and stuff, that's like, like she has extra parts from the fusion. Yeah, it's like extra. Whereas fluoride's kind of just this weird, like, yeah, blob, it's, and it seems you know like, I mean? like only yeah. with the addition of like two more gems. With this particular fusion, you just kind of like. Well, I, I, actually, I think there's an initial reason. Actually, I just figured yes. out a canon argument. So, okay, so the reason fluorite talks so fucking slow is because she like are the processing power of having like those many minds in her. Mm-hmm. Gems are kind of computers, so maybe her physical form she can't make a you know complicated thing with a bunch of joints in it that make you know that's really hard to move around and all these different people. And their, or their mind combined into one thing is like that will be difficult for it to maneuver. So it's just easier for her to be this weird lumbering. You know what I mean? Like, or the only thing that she can maintain maybe with that much going yeah. on. And like, at once. and we we often kind of like fill in for the Crooniverse. Oh, a hundred percent. I just gave yeah. an excuse. There's no, there's nothing in this show that explains yeah. that. I don't remember where I heard so, that as being canon. Even so, like. Yeah, you can you can explain it away, but like I don't think that it it uh, negates my. I agree. Yeah, like it's a mismatch because like like the the idea of fusions as being a relationship manifested as something that like is no longer humanoid is is it just feels like a misstep to me. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because why do why do that? Well, it's, yeah, yeah, I, and especially I agree. because Alexandrite is like kind of stunning. You know, like, she's yes, kind of, like, yeah. really fucking drop-dead gorgeous in, like, that kind of, like, alien way. You know, like... Yeah, she's, she's like a beautiful queen. mecha. Like, it doesn't have to be perfectly human. And, like, yeah. Alexandrite, I think, is a good example of that. But fluoride is definitely not. But, like, I don't think that had to be the case. I think this... I think it was Rebecca Sugar had an idea and didn't actually, like think about it the way we were thinking about it yeah. and just wanted yeah. to make a caterpillar fusion um let's talk about the pretty fusion. i think now. we can safely say that um our opinions on fluorite mixed yeah uh so let's talk about the pretty fusions like the ones that like you know matter like you know, 
So oh, we're saying we're I saying some inflammatory shit today. I see. Yeah. Welcome I, yeah, back, no, yeah. Just Dylan. Trying to stir some controversy. <laughs> yeah. You know how I do. Um, nah. Yeah. They know it's if fun. I may, though, uh, let's let's bounce to the other end of the opinion spectrum. Um, the Rutile twins are clearly the superior off color. So who do they? Who do you ship with them with? Lars, fucking said? Lars. Okay, when you said that, this is the second time you've infected me. Where I was yes! like, yo, a little yes! bit, like yo, and like I am only saying a little bit because like I'm a little bit you afraid can't to be see like, it right I, now, Dylan, yeah. I am like punching the air. I am <laughs> no, stoked. I, I know you are, and it's like I feel, I feel so used or something that it's like she got me again. She just like this thing that like and now everybody I'm, like, tenting my fingers like, like this was yeah. a step in my master plan. And, and, and like I'm also somebody who. Like this podcast was a drunken idea because I was like, I need to get okay with the fact that I like TV shows. Like I remember Paul's by the fandom. Ugh. And then as far as like shipping, you made me like the most disgusting, like reviled besides you know, <laughs> there's some worse ones. But like Steve Adot and Rutile and Lars, what the fuck's wrong with me? Like I'm a perverse monster. I'm like, I don't know, thank you for it. I- I'm into it. I this is I I love it quick foray into into the rest of my life um i'm on another podcast called marvel talk i had no idea whenever i'm on the show literally i have a segment called kayla's shipping corner jesus christ this is amazing <laughs> kayla's shipping corner yeah i need a jingle for it i do yeah but the rutile twins i love them and the fact that they hate themselves just makes them lovable i'm being honest really really fast note about rutile though is i really adore how their hands work as if they were like they like they consider themselves one being so like when they're first examining steven and lars like like the right hand like cupped the left rutile face that you know like like just just kind of like the the way that they are like the way that they are one being with two distinct like yeah. like pieces, but it's the same piece, you know. But yeah, and that's like so such a not a thing that naturally happens. Yeah, so capturing yeah, yeah. that is such a beautiful and like like like, like bravo moment. Yeah, you know? they did a really but, really good job with that. Yeah, but it's really interesting because it's like like the, the I was just thinking of like Siamese twins, but yeah, but each one of them uses one arm, but because they I know to, to like do basic shit like driving or whatever, you have to anticipate the other person. I don't. Yeah. I was like, huh, that's the. But the interesting thing about them is that they're really not like that because they have one gem so like two gems connected but like they are one being literally like they are one thing almost two two expressions of one person that are connected in one place i I, they're quantumly linked or what it's not really but you know what i mean yeah yeah, it's like a super something like clearly we've never seen in steven universe and something that i don't know that we've seen in much other media i've never really seen yeah Yeah. it reminds me of the oars from what is star control i've the idea i think is the closest i've ever seen to that like or like i guess like um hive minds in general Mm -hmm. but like that's not really the case here it's more personal it's like a two-person hive mind sort of not really though at all I guess it's, it's actually I just thought it would kind of be like if a person had a split personality, but it was the exact same personality. Yeah. <laughs> like in a constant present and there's this yeah, yourself over. Yeah. That would be I like I don't know, I like that. So okay, the other ones. We have um if, what's, if her, Max, what's her name? If the... Max was here, he would he would like go at length about Pad Parasha because he, he adores Pad Parasha, but he's not here, so Yeah, I would say the funny thing about her is she, like her joke works. 
every time. Which I don't know viewing. how they do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know just, how it's uh, funny every because time. Because she looks like fucking Daisy, and she's timed perfectly, <laughs> and whenever she's used, it's like, we needed that at this moment. Thank yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like She's like a punctuation mark that you didn't know the when you needed. The perfect like ratio of cilantro per bite of burrito you know where it's just yeah. like it's like if it's too much then it it just ruins the whole thing and if yeah, it's not yeah. enough then you're just like i needed a little more cilantro with that she never adds there's never a twist with her yeah it yeah. never like adds a new element it's always just the same joke but it like i don't it like adds so much character to the off-color yeah like they, they needed they needed the the fourth unit and yeah. it needed to be her yeah, their on yeah their entourage needs her to break up them and the fucking depression yeah. of how horrible the other people's lives are because she's kind of oblivious also yeah, she, to how terrible their lives are and that was kind of what makes her okay. yeah on her on her wiki um it says something to the effect of like she seems to rely so much on her like quote unquote future vision that she doesn't use her actual like eyeballs or eyeball yeah. probably probably eyeball probably eyeball. Okay, so like, Sapphire is the opposite of her. So Sapphire is crippled by the fact that she knows the future. Mm-hmm. So like, she for her, there's no hope. Like she knows the future. There's no worth. Like there's no, it's not worth fighting, Stephen, because I already know what's happening. You know what I mean? The yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. Fighting. So for her, for for um fucking pod rapper the rapper. I don't remember the fucking rapper the rapper. <laughs> yeah, I was. I knew this was gonna happen. I was gonna forget her name, and I was gonna say pod rapper the rapper because that's the closest I can remember. I knew this was gonna happen, it. and it has. Damn it! I was just all right. But uh, that's so her for her, name now. because she's only able to see like right in the past. Think about the way she sees the world. I think she's inherently has hope at all times. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's always like, what's happening next? Like here's a new thing. You know what I mean? She's always behind, so it's always she doesn't have this. She doesn't have anxiety. It's just reality works in this entirely weird way for her that I think she just is fueled by hope. You know what I mean? That's why she is able to be like, this is my reality. Is because I think she just is like extremely hopeful. She's always happy when something happens. It's almost like the next thing happened. Look at that, everybody. Even though she's lagging like motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, the last one is Rhodonite. Yeah. And oh my God. She's like, okay, you, you, and... you mean our collective aunt? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> is she your aunt too? <laughs> she's my aunt Debbie. She's like what I what I think of an aunt being. A yeah. Like... Specifically, she's a Jewish aunt from somewhere in Boston. Like she's yeah, literally she... my yeah, aunt well... Debbie. And that's probably because... Rebecca Sugar, a Jewish woman, has an Aunt <laughs> Debbie as well. And, and, yeah, she definitely has this sort of like Aunt vibe to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And like the the similarities between Rhodonite and Garnet and Rhodonite and Pearl are like really super striking. Yes. And I hope we get to meet the Ruby and the Pearl that make up Rhodonite. Um, and because I want to yeah. see like how similar the components of Rhodonite are to our gems you know yeah that'd be interesting i I don't yeah i also would love to see like i don't know i want like all the off colors to get revenge i know it's like not what the show's about like at all it's coming (laughs) like it's gonna happen yeah well i i I think like fucking uh star captain lars kind of gets it for them when he's like stealing ships and you know what i mean like he's like against the empire (laughs) like he's a fucking badass and like just like lars deserves to be immortal and like (laughs) he's like uh, just a complete god now like if 
we're pretty much done with shitting all over Lars because he's finally turning into a decent person. I need to get I need to get one more jab in and say like he needs to be immortal to make up for all the shit that he did in his yeah, like seventeen yeah, yeah, year life. Yeah. He's gotta watch all of his family members die, but like spend their entire lives like making up for them and like being kind to his parents and like yeah. being Sadie with finally, respect. Honestly, finally being nice to the people yeah. in his life because honestly, he's gonna... yeah, every single person in his life he's treated terribly. I, I I feel like when he gets back, it's gonna be a weird. I don't know. It, I, oh, it's, it's, I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, so it's gonna be really beautiful. Forward. It's gonna be a fucking like not a tearjerker. It's gonna be like a fucking like tear. Like you will you you will cry blood. I, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, you know yes, what I mean? When you guys really will, get emotional yes. and cry blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I you start agree. Like, speaking backward and Samaritan and shit. Like. Um, but yeah, do we do we all agree that Rhodonite is kind of like the most human gem that yes. we've come across? Yeah. In, in that, like, we we all know we all know her. She's our Aunt Debbie. And she's also like homegrown gem. She's like not even Earth like. Um, like broken in, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be like love in the planet Earth, like she's just like fucking oh no. I just realized Rodonite is a very perfect encapsulation of a fusion between the emotional state of a typical pearl and ruby. Yeah, it's just like just, what's just anger mixed with like like reserved fear. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it, she's just anxious. That's that's yeah, what those two constant. feelings make. It's constant <laughs> yeah, exactly, anxiety. Yeah. 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 You know, like, like like Garnet isn't even as as much as Rodenite. I don't think. You know what I mean? Like like Garnet, it has this weird distance from. Like she has, she understands emotion very very well, and she has like love and all that. But like, and she like is, I don't know. She has a lot of the qualities of being, I don't know, more human. But like, she has this weird future vision. She has like things that we can't comprehend about her. Whereas Rhodonite is just like forbidden love and then constant anxiety about that. And yeah. I think we can all basically understand those concepts. I think we've we've like really, really expansively covered all of the options. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, um hams. There was crazy flying hams. The hams are no, cool. No, dude, you you beat me to it. I was just about to be like, and then the hams descend. <laughs> <laughs> laser hams. We think laser they might hams. Think alike. Yeah. It, it really was an inappropriate time for ham. And any any homesteaks out there know what I'm referencing. And I'm te- and you can't uh, see it, but I am again tenting my fingers. But it. during during the uh, the the ham bush, if you will. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, my my favorite part of that was like Lars being super scared and Steven like reaching up and putting his hand on Lars's heart to 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 like connect with him and reassure him and being all touchy feely or whatever and then Lars like gets his shit together and then returns the little heart touch and i'm just like that is the most steven way you've ever communicated in your life <laughs> Lars and yeah. i love it uh, yeah. and immediately then dies <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't yeah Lars is like now like the best person, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he's like he's top level. Like his his whole his whole universe has had a paradigm shift in the course of him getting kidnapped to him being fucking reincarnated on an alien planet. Yeah, like, and it's, it's also like, like like Amethyst. I fucking love her, but like she's not tested to prove that she's great constantly. Yeah. None of the characters really are. Like fucking every single experience that Lars has test exactly like his grit his courage his morals his like determination to like save his fellow 
living being. Like, I don't know. Like, it just, you know what I mean? So we kind of just have a constant stream of proof. Every time we see Lars now, he's doing something great. I've, I've been on pro Lars all along. I'm glad that everyone else <laughs> likes him now. So he's done a little. But I don't know. Off Colors, A plus episode. I'll always rewatch it. Hell yeah. It is sucking great. And it was. I'll rewatch any. I'll rewatch any episode that has Pat Verashen. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, it was Lamar Abrams and Jeff Liu. So obviously, like, I'll say heavy hitters. I haven't, I haven't heard that one in like 30 episodes, y'all. But there you go. That's, that's practically a catchphrase. Callback, year one Ringo Zone. Yeah. Speaking of heavy hitters, I, I do need to talk about Lars dying really quick. Yes. Um, you do. So, Lars's impact uh, with, with yeah. the pillar, the way that it sounded was like really fleshy and dense and i i don't know who did the foley work or how how they made this impact sound so real but it was like the most real visceral impact sound on the entire the entire series um, yeah, and I think I think this yeah, there's such a strong moment too because like um the, the afterwards I thought it was funny because like his shirt is ripped to be like he's dead you know mm-hmm. I mean? like he's like basically fine <laughs> but like that, and like, I, like he's, got a, he's like it was a head injury but like his shirt's ripped Lars is dead but that sound makes it so fucking like ooh shit and I think they Just, have like, to do that it. because I'm fairly certain they can't show blood yeah but they get but they basically get the same but they but they so they have to come up with another way to get across like the seriousness of this injury well the second you hear it you're like oh he's dead the most spine curdling neck snap he's animated when he hits the ground and rolls he doesn't tuck his arm his arm just like rolls after he's already rolled you know the indicative like you, my body is no longer being. You controlled. are no longer in need of these limbs because you're fucking yeah. dead. So these limbs <laughs> yeah. can break and it won't matter. Kind yeah, of animation. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like <laughs> I'm just gonna do a pet scap real quick and be like, "Yep, that's like, a dead kid." Because it's kind of like yeah. he he wasn't tucking and rolling, fam. Like that is a yeah. dead kid right there. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's a straight like is, it's like a tall pet stop right there. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you you hear the crunch and you're like, he's dead. And then you just sit there and watch Lars's corpse flop around, knowing like, oh, the second I heard that, that kid, yeah. that boy's dead. Yep. <laughs> like, and you're and you're sitting to sit there and watch the corpse, watch Stephen cry. You, you figure out about halfway through. Oh shit! If Stephen cries, we know Rose's tears. Oh, but like you still are stuck with it while Stephen, you know, just watches. But like to to be fair, hitherto undiscovered power. Yeah, well, I don't. To me, it's like I know he started crying. I was like, oh, of course he's gonna bring him back. Like you know what I mean? First and only on-screen death. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think we should wait to get into the physics and ramifications of Lars coming back to life. Uh, when we get into Lars's head, which is the next episode, do you guys agree yeah. with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. All, All right. right. So, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I give this episode an eight point five out of ten. All right. Yeah. Really, you only give it a solid. Oh, so yeah. She just hit the B. I was like, man, that's too low. Come on, Gary. No, 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 no. This is not the American school grade system. Oh, yeah, I, I guess, okay, I guess your point is that you're, you're just, you're taking 15 points off and 60% isn't a failing point, I guess is your point, yeah. Yeah, this is some good quality shit. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's some I, good I, yeah, quality I, I shit. I would say it's higher, my personal opinion, but yeah, each their own. Um, 
Alright, kill it. I think that I think to each their own from your mouth, Dylan, to Gerber's ears just basically means your opinion is shit. Yeah, I earlier <laughs> said your dumb fucking opinion. I'm just kidding. A little bit ago, but then I was like, I'm just gonna sneak it back in there because I just wanted to just know we, that we you gotta, we gotta put problem. the close parentheses on the end of, of hating on Gerber. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> otherwise uh, the code won't work. Yeah. Uh final thoughts from you, Kayla. Um I have been known to say in the past that um, I I genuinely do not think that we're going to see a gem get shattered on the show. Um, And despite seeing Lars on screen die, I still think that we're not going to see a gem get shattered. I, I agree. I don't. I don't think there's any reason to like flash back to Pink Diamond dying like mm-hmm. directly. And like, if this is set up for a gem being shattered and then like immediately being put back together by Steven, well, then what's the point? Yeah. yeah of the true. gem being shattered. Um. Yeah. Because I, I would. Because Lars's revival was like a was like an oh shit moment. Like oh fuck, that's what Steven's true power yeah, or- is. Oh, yeah, but also like bringing back Lars in the state he did. Like, Lion's not happy. Lion is not a happy. Yeah. Lion. He's he's complacent you know I mean? at best. Lion does not like his life. Yeah, Lars does kind of live a cursed existence now. I do think that the resurrective power that Rose had was meant only for gems, and when it's used on organic matter that's not gems, it kind of fucks them up. Like it, it they're yeah. alive, sorta. And the fact that, but- like, yeah. It's a fucked up thing to happen to a person. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Lars, like, takes it in the best way. He's, like, the anime character who's cursed or whatever. Is it kind of a trope? And then, like, takes it well and makes it their advantage. Yeah. I, I do think that it's much more likely that we will see a shattered gem, like, a gem that has been shattered in the past and the pieces have been preserved, that is that Steven then heals and then yeah. brings back, but I don't think we're going to see the shattering process. I could even see him, Steven doing that to a, an enemy gem or like a diamond mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bringing back pink diamond. I could 100% see that. My final thought to to sum it up, I guess, is that I do think that Lars is the, the first and only death on screen that we will actually see. I, still, I think still. you're probably going to be right, yeah. Fine by me. Um, yeah, alright. Uh, my final thought is, uh, like, there's a lot of little squads, like, in the show. There's the Shorty Squad, there's the Crystal Gems, there's, like, the Homeworld Gem team when they kind of were a team briefly. That little trio. Like, there's the Rubies. Like, I like there's, there's little bunches. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers are, like, top tier. I don't know. I, I love them. I love, I love them. where they go. I can't wait to see them through, and I, I really hope they get to Earth. And I hope that they have the best fucking time. They deserve it. Yeah, they really, really do. And I'm getting a phone call, so we have to go. Bye! Bye! Yeah, alright, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Surprise ending.